everybody and welcome to today's episode where I am going to share with you my experience trying the sacred plant medicine Huachuma, commonly known as the San Pedro cactus. It is just over two weeks since I returned from Costa Rica from a plant medicine retreat where I sat in ceremony with plant medicines Ayahuasca, Huachuma and Sananga. If you listened to my previous podcast episode, you will know that I sat in ceremony with the sacred plant medicine Ayahuasca for two nights um, during the retreat on Thursday and Friday night. Friday night's Ayahuasca ceremony ended around midnight. After that, we all went back to our rooms and rested and slept and we had to be up early the next morning not for breakfast at 8 30 like the other days but to sit in ceremony with the plant medicine huachuma or the san pedro cactus that ceremony was to start at 9 30 so we all had to ensure that we got um, some rest and we knew that we weren't going to be eating so we had to fast so saturday morning we all woke up and headed towards the maloka for 9 30s ceremony I had absolutely no idea what I was getting myself into. I hadn't done any research on Huachuma. I was sort of being thrown into the deep end and I kind of think it was a bit better that way, not knowing what to expect or or anything about Huachuma. I just knew that it was a plant medicine. Um, it was a cactus from the Andean civilization dating back thousands of years and it had a similar psychoactive effect to ayahuasca with less visuals and apparently it was a heart opener so I was really excited to try this one and it was you know I knew it was going to be a completely different experience because it was a daytime journey whereas ayahuasca starts in the evening after sunset and it you know goes throughout the night ayahuasca usually lasts up to eight hours Uh, I was informed that with huachuma we start during the day in the morning and it can last 12 to 14 hours so it's a full day of sitting on this plant medicine and it's a daytime journey the only thing that i was also told about it because i had asked patty literally the day before a few questions about what schumer was that it was a social plant medicine i like ayahuasca which is very internal and personal and private Huachuma is very social and it's like sort of, it's almost like an ex- the extrovert of plant medicine. She also said that it is very uh, loving and being a heart opener, it works on the heart chakra and she said you'll just want to be loving everyone. So I kind of went into it blindfolded thinking that I'd have an experience similar to Molly, MDMA or ecstasy. In terms of preparation, it's not as demanding as ayahuasca, so you don't have to cut out things from your diet like a week before, but just generally the day before the ceremony, cut out any fatty foods, um, meats, drugs, alcohol. So this was all okay because we had all been doing the ayahuasca dieta for like a couple of weeks before joining the retreat, and then obviously during the retreat we were all eating really healthy food. So our last meal was after the ayahuasca ceremony when we went up to the um, the main dining area and we were served some nuts and a few pieces of fruit. But after that we had to completely fast before doing the huachuma. The reason is so that we don't feel nauseous and want to purge. The more food and more of anything that you've got in your body, the more it needs to sort of come out. So our whole group that. Uh, participated in the ayahuasca ceremony, attended the Huachuma ceremony. So we all sat down in a circle around a fire pit and an altar. And there were about 40 of us again. 
in this time, or medicine man. His name was Aaron, and he lived in the mountains of Costa Rica. So when we arrived down in the Maloka, Aaron was already sitting there at the head of the altar, and he had his whole setup of all sort of tincture bottles and plant medicine bottles and musical instruments and his whole little, his own like sort of little altar around him as well. It looked beautiful. And then the altar in the center of uh, our full circle was beautifully decorated in a design um, made out of corn and sand and flowers, shells, everything from the earth. And it was in the shape of a cross with four directions to symbolize north, south, east and west. The entire ceremony or process was very educational and very informative. Aaron, the shaman, sort of told us all the stories, gave us the history, the background, an explanation of the plant medicine that we were taking. And, um, and also educated us on other plant medicines throughout the day, which I will go into more detail. So it was, it was more of an educational sort of ceremony. Huachuma, or St. Pedro, is over 3,000 years old. It's a tall 20-foot light green and night-blooming cactus native to the Andes Mountains and can be found from Colombia to Ecuador, Peru, Bolivia, Chile and Argentina. Huachuma is a psychotropic plant with alkaloid mescaline in it and its uses are medicinal and psychotherapeutic. It is said to cure addictions, even said to have been a miracle cure, cured cancer, paralysis, diabetes and of course grief, depression and PTSD. Huachuma is the cousin to the endangered plant medicine peyote. A peyote journey lasts about 10 to 12 hours as well. And Huachuma, which is a little gentler than peyote, lasts a little bit longer, 12 to 14 hours per journey. Huachuma has been used ceremoniously for over 3,000 years by the indigenous groups in Peru. It has similar healing properties with ayahuasca and is also facilitated by indigenous shaman. Similar to ayahuasca, the ayahuasqueros, or the musicians during an ayahuasca ceremony, the um, the indigenous groups that facilitate the Huachuma ceremonies also use musical instruments like shakers, flutes, drums, and twangy, lots of twangy, bongi sounds. To prepare the medicine, the shamans dry out the cactus, then they ground it into a powder and then brew a tea or they make a thick resin so that we can drink it. We all drink it in a small cup, very similar to the cup that we drink ayahuasca from, probably about, I would say, 100 milliliters and it tastes horrific, probably worse worse for me than ayahuasca, definitely. Ayahuasca tasted like molasses to me, uh, and I didn't sort of pull a face after sipping the ayahuasca, and you, I could, you know, I went, I had a few sips of the ayahuasca, I didn't just down it, but with the huachuma, I literally had to down it because I could not sip it, it was revolting. I wanted to purge instantly. Not from the nausea, but just from the taste. Huachuma is one of the safest psychoactive plants in existence with massive healing benefits. The entire experience is physically stimulating. It is more centered around the body than the mind, like ayahuasca. Ayahuasca is all in your head, all in your mind, whereas Huachuma is definitely in your body. It has a euphoric feeling, gives you this warm sort of glow and electric tingling. The entire experience is very introspective, intense, a cognitive experience, a bit like ayahuasca and shrooms. 
Our shaman explained to us that the plant medicine of Huachuma, the plant is the medium and not the message. He explained that uh, we all need to give an uplifting intention to expand and enhance spiritual consciousness. We all come together and set the same intention. So the purpose on Huachuma is we all collectively set an intention to uplift and expand consciousness. Whereas ayahuasca is a very personal intention setting process where each individual sets their own intention for what they want to get out of ceremony. Huachuma, we all set the same intention collectively. The idea with the Huachuma ceremony is to sit with the medicine and integrate with the plant medicine during the ceremony, then carry that with us and take that home. And then when we go home, we've got a responsibility to make those changes that we felt and that we learned during the ceremony so that we can align with ourselves. The shaman did warn us that people generally make some drastic changes after any plant medicine ceremony. People will end up uh, leaving their partners, um, you know, breaking away from friends, leaving their jobs, changing country, making lots of life-changing decisions. So it kind of catapults you onto the path that your soul and your purpose needs to go, that you might have been afraid to, to follow before. I guess like ayahuasca and other plant medicines, it strips you of your ego and makes you very humble and changes your outlook and your perspective on life completely and your environment, the people around you. And you learn to sort of resonate and vibrate with things differently. People and places that you sort of, that you were attracted to or that you resonated with before, you may not longer resonate with. So he sort of joked a couple of times and he said, with Huachuma, set your intention, but be careful what you wish for. After he ran through the explanation and the history and his involvement with Huachuma, the plant medicine, the ceremony started. And, and the one shaman lady from Colombia, she was dressed beautifully in indigenous dress, Colombian clothing and another shaman which i dubbed shaman arms before the end of the ceremony because um, that's all i noticed most of the ceremony the two of them went to the top of the fire pit and he was shaman arms was chopping well he took the chopped up wood and was throwing it into the fire pit and the lady from colombia was uh, talking and doing prayers she opened up the ceremony she paid honour to each direction, north, south, east and west. And each direction was symbolic of a different sort of message. So we had introspection or self and that would be west and that was around power and purity. The north direction was purity, cleansing, spirit and health. The east direction was inspiration, beginning, light. And then the south direction was growth, change, family. After the fire was going and the prayers were done, we were all told to take our places around the circle and we would be going up one at a time to the altar to sit in front of the shaman and take the cup. So we did. I was probably number 35, I would say. And I went up, sat and knelt in front of the shaman, uh, set my intention and gave thanks, took the cup and drank it. As I said, I just downed it as quick as possible. It's not something that you could sip. I said my thanks and then I went and took my seat. Once the, the full group had all drank from the cup, 
We were then told that we needed to go off somewhere for two hours and sit in absolute silence and meditate and contemplate and set our intentions and sort of let the medicine go through our bodies. He did say that we needed to keep quiet, there was to be no speaking or interaction, and to just literally meditate for two hours because apparently it takes the medicine between 40 minutes and two hours to, to sort of come on and to go through your bloodstream. So we all got up after our cups individually and went off into a different direction. I went up to the main house, to the pool area, and found a couch, a sofa, and plonked myself down there under the fan. It was incredibly hot. He also did warn us that during the day after the two hour meditation, we were able to go for a swim. He said Huachuma is a very playful medicine and it likes to have fun. It also likes to swim and it likes water, being a cactus from the desert. But he did say we must remember that we are not a cactus, so we must um, make sure that we're not in the sun for too long because we will sort of forget that we're not a cactus and we all want to just lie out in the sun, under the sun and bake all day. But he reminded us to remind ourselves that we're not a cactus. So we were allowed to swim, but not for those two hours. We just had to meditate. So I sat down on the couch and a few people sat around me and there were people in the garden, people under trees, people in the driveway. There were people all over the place, wherever people were drawn to go and sit and to meditate. I wanted to be under the fan on a comfy couch. He also told us that we shouldn't be drinking any water or obviously eating anything, there was nothing to eat, but that we shouldn't be drinking any water. I was so thirsty though. So I was actually going in and out of the kitchen a few times and filling up my um, champagne glass with water and sipping on it. I was conscious that I shouldn't be drinking it, but I was so thirsty, I felt so dehydrated. So I was like, I think I was, it was also just so hot. It was probably about 30 degrees Celsius and I just wasn't cooling down. And with the medicine, it is very hot. It's very warming medicine. And I could literally feel I had like a warm glow and I could feel it coming up from my feet all the way through my body. Shame, the one girl beside me on my right, she was just battling. She lives in Portland, Oregon. So it's really cold there. She doesn't like the heat. She's originally from Romania, so Eastern Europe. So. Her body was just not accustomed to the heat. I guess with me being from South Africa or Zimbabwe and living in Mexico and having worked on a yacht and living in tropical climates, the, the heat didn't bother me too much. But having said that, I was definitely hot. But this poor girl was like sweating. She felt like she was going to faint. It was horrific. So horrific for her. So I had had my big uh, Tuluminati hat, which I'd taken off and I was like waving her down. Uh, to cool her down a bit and then really like uh, pumped up the fan, the speed of the fan so she could cool down. Every so often I went and put my feet in the pool because I know that if you sort of cool your extremities like your, your wrists and your ankles and stuff it can cool your whole body down so I was doing that regularly and um, the girl to the left of me she she wasn't too hot but she uh, felt quite nauseous on the medicine. So I would say about 40 minutes in uh, I had, you know, I was sitting there trying so hard to be serious and to concentrate and to meditate. Usually I don't have a problem meditating, but I was really struggling because I knew I had to meditate. I had already set my intentions and kind of knew what I wanted to get up out of Huachuma. You know, we were all, it was a heart opener. So it's all about forgiveness and giving, giving thanks to the people that you love and forgiving the people that have hurt you and forgiving your ancestors and that sort of thing. So 
I had made a mental note. I knew who I wanted to forgive and who I wanted to send thanks to and love to and that sort of thing. But I was struggling to meditate. And I felt very euphoric and very happy and sort of excited. I felt like a little schoolgirl and naughty. And I felt like I was being told off by my principal or headmaster for talking in class. Uh, I started getting a bit, well, I, was, I just wanted to talk and chat to everyone. And I did feel a little bit giggly. So the girls beside me, we were kind of making conversation, whispering conversation, because we were told we weren't allowed to talk, it was very introspective, we had to meditate, had to keep silence and, you know, honor the people around us. But we were just, we, the three of us were so chatty and like happy and wanting to laugh and wanting to interact with each other. At the same time, we could hear women down the lane crying, like having an intense experience. And we had noticed that the shaman had come up to the one lady and had tried to console her and comfort her, but she was really going through some deep, deep work, obviously through her love and forgiveness and, you know, whatever she was going through. So it was quite hard for me to sit there and listen to other people cry and be so like sad and upset and hurting when I was just, I just wanted to open up my arms and go running out into the garden and just hug and kiss everyone. Uh, so it was a bit different to ayahuasca where on ayahuasca where I could be like laughing or giggling in a playful mood and hear someone crying and respect that and leave them and not want to go up to them. Whereas on Huachuma, when I heard the lady crying, I wanted to go up to her and hug her and help her and cheer her up. So the shaman had left after shouting at us and gone back down to the Maloka. So we all sat there going, oh my God, like this is just, this is intense. And we were, we were kind of all not really knowing what to expect because none of us had done it. It was our first time trying heart humor. And, you know, we'd just been told off. We didn't know that we would be laughing so much. I mean, my, I honestly thought that it would be like being on ecstasy and we'd all be full of love and that sort of euphoric feeling. But it wasn't. It was such a naughty, cheeky, playful feeling. After the two hours, the shaman blew this, like, whistle. We called it the dog whistle, but I, I guess it wasn't. It was obviously an indigenous sort of musical instrument or something and he did warn us that he would call us down and whenever we heard that sound we needed to take our place in the ceremony so we got up and we went down and then he started uh, talking again and giving us more education and background about the plant about the medicine what we should be feeling and then a lot of uh, philosophical information as well which was very good uh, he said that the whole challenge is just to surrender and let go, that the medicine was a heart opener. And he explained the four pillars around Huachuma, which are your thoughts, words, feelings, and actions. And what you think is what you express and it's what you feel and your, your words should align with your actions. So it was very interesting and he sort of taught us and in retrospect, coming back into the real world and integrating again, I've definitely noticed how I think about what I'm going to say to people. Instead of just saying it and blurting it out, I've got more of a sort of, there's more of a cognitive process. And I'm, I'm very aware of my thoughts, very aware of my thoughts, what I'm thinking. And the minute I start thinking like off kilter, I get straight back, you know, I put myself back on track. And my words, I'm very conscious now about what I say and how I express things and what I let people know. My feelings, I can definitely feel into my heart sense and I can feel my feelings a lot more. And I'm definitely aligning my words and my actions 
better and I'm aware of other people misaligning their words and their actions. There's a lot of people that say things and their words don't align with their actions and I'm definitely noticing that. He also explained that San Pedro is named after San, Saint Peter and Saint Peter is the saint that holds the keys to heaven. So Saint Pedro, the plant medicine, Huachuma, are actually known as the keys to heaven, which I thought was beautiful and it's the human and spiritual consciousness connection. Huachuma heals the heart chakra, so it's a heart healing and a very a heart opening medicine. And Huachuma translated means to unlock the head. So basically it propels your heart consciousness and opens your heart. So the whole ethos around Huachuma is just to lead with your heart, not to be an arsehole, just to be a nice person. Focus on yourself, focus on your own flow, and do your own work and if everyone does their own work it will affect the entire paradigm. We also discussed the five laws of creation. Those are I am, all is in the one, one is in the all. What I put out, I get back. Time and space do not exist but the experience of them is real. And everything changes except for the first four laws. It is said that the medicine of Huachuma blesses us with the recognition of all that surrounds us as paradise. It opens the heart and gifts us with the experience that we are all one and connected to all that surrounds us. Throughout the day and during the ceremony there were many opportunities for us to, to say prayers and to give offerings to the gods. So. Around the fire pit there were little bowls of tobacco. Tobacco is also a plant medicine and it is also sacred. And there were little coloured squares, little coloured cloths. They were red, white, yellow and blue, made out of cotton and they were probably about two inches, two inches wide. And what we had to do was take a pinch of the tobacco and sprinkle it inside the cotton cloth, pick a color whether we wanted. So white, for example, was healing, red was ancestors. And we'd put the tobacco inside the cloth and then there was white cotton or white string that we would tie it into a little pouch and we would honor that prayer or that offering. We would set our intentions, say our prayer, and then we would throw it into the center of the circle, not into the fire. All the little prayer cloths were thrown into the center of the circle. And right at the end of the evening, just before midnight, uh, he then collected all the prayers throughout the day, and there were lots, and all the prayers were then collected and thrown into the fire as a last offering to the gods. So the Huachuma lineage comes from the Lakota tribe and the Lakota's prayer, I'm going to try and say this, is Mitakaye Oyasin, which means all my relations or we are all related. And the, the little ceremonial prayers or in the cloth, they are burnt as an offering to the great spirits. We use tobacco for these little ceremonial prayers as tobacco is the Lakota's most sacred. Our shaman also reminded us that the ceremony that we were sitting in, that was actually not the ceremony. He said to us that that space, we were in the classroom and he said to us that the ceremony only begins when we go home. He also said that 50% of the experience happens in ceremony on the retreat and the other 50% happens when you return home to your normal life. Our shaman also reminded us that 
the ceremony that we were sitting in, that was actually not the ceremony. He said to us that that space, we were in the classroom, and he said to us that the ceremony only begins when we go home. So I thought that was quite lovely. The whole ceremony or classroom was around forgiveness. The whole premise of Hotshima is forgiveness and to be compassionate and to remind us that we are all connected. Hotshima speaks to your heart. It tells you to let love in and to experience love. It tells you to love yourself and just to be kind. I was in a very playful mood. I was very excited. I felt love. I was not scared, I did not feel nauseous, um, I did not want to throw up, I didn't purge at all. I was very chatty and talkative and I had lots of energy. Uh, there weren't visuals as such like you would see when you're on ayahuasca, so I didn't see any sacred geometry, no fractals, no kaleidoscopes or anything like that. But everything, the colors were super enhanced like you were on LSD or, or shrooms. So imagine having a digital photo and turning up the volume full volume the saturation to like the brighter saturation that's what I was seeing so the you know the, the grounds and the ocean in the background in the distance and the plants and the flowers were super bright colors which were lovely people's faces and their skin to me to me seemed really red like everyone looked sunburned and their eyes and their pupils seemed really really big uh, a lot of people were crying throughout the ceremony. Some people could not get up off their mat. They were almost like passed out, really into it. There was a guy that was literally rolling rolling in the sand and the pebbles and pouring the stones all over him. And he looked like he was absolutely out of his tree, but loving it. He didn't look afraid or scared, but he was off his, off his chops. And there was another guy who's who's not new to the plant medicine world and he was really struggling as well he was sort of on the grass with his head in the sand and you know people were going up to him checking on him making sure he was okay so I thought this was really strange that you know 55 kgs of me first time I'm doing Hwachuma I'm full of energy bouncing around wanting to talk to everyone kind of dancing around the fire pit as well so we are allowed to get up and move and dance and the music was beautiful very similar to well it's Icaros music so like the ayahuasca vibe so there were a few of us that were dancing around the fire pit I mean it was so hot it was like as I said 30 degrees celsius uh, it was a very hot experience because it warms your body the medicine warms your body and I'm still dancing around the fire so I made sure I was drinking water the shaman did remind us throughout the ceremony to drink water so I kept on drinking water but you know I'm having this chatty playful loving happy experience and people were some people were really struggling and really deep into it a lot of people were crying I sort of, me and the girls around, my sort of gang, <laughs> the naughty crowd, we called ourselves, we were just, we were having a wonderful time and we went crying and we were happy and we were laughing and just having the best time. But a lot of people were really going really, really deep in. And I sort of thought, well, you know, the last four years for me have been a real struggle. First, Jess was murdered. Six months later, Dakota died, my cousin. And then Eight months later, my fiance committed suicide two weeks after I had a miscarriage. So it feels like the last four years, all I've been doing is bloody crying and I don't have any tears left. So when I took this medicine of hot humor and I opened my heart and I forgave and, you know, I just I felt so much love. It felt like a massive weight had been 
like ripped off my shoulders and I just felt so free and so loved and I just wanted to express my love for everyone and everything like I would literally be on the grass going oh my god I love this grass thank you so much for being grass you're so soft I love you grass and then walking past a tree and like touching the bark of the tree and going oh my god I love you tree you're just so amazing like it was just it was crazy not like being on ecstasy or molly it wasn't that kind of love but just like so much appreciation and thanks and gratitude for everything and everyone around you and i just wanted to share my compassion with everyone a few of us girls were quite hot so the one girl kept on going up to the main house to the freezer and getting ice blocks and bringing them down and sort of rubbing ice blocks on herself and then got the idea to get uh, there was a like a two liter empty coke bottle and that had been frozen with water so that was a massive big block of ice so cut that in half so had this massive like two liter block of ice and she was passing that around us and we were like rubbing this big block of <laughs> of ice all over us and it just felt amazing and I was just loving this massive ice block and so grateful and so thankful for the feeling of this cold ice against my hot skin so I was just love was just emanating out of me it was it was amazing I felt absolutely wonderful but at the same time it was really hard watching the other people struggle uh, I actually went to our host Victor and I said to him I don't know you know what is wrong with me because I feel absolutely wonderful and I almost feel guilty for laughing and smiling and having a good time because I can see other people are crying and struggling what do I do you know I don't I'm not laughing at them I'm just laughing and I'm in a good mood but I feel like everyone's like I'm getting told off and I shouldn't be laughing and everyone's so serious and he said it affects everybody differently you are on your own journey to respect what you're feeling obviously don't go and laugh at them if you need to laugh go to the end of the grounds and laugh which is where we were in the garden of Eden and he just said you just do you and that just meant so much to me and then the wonderful Heather Hoffman activation vibration she was just wonderful as well and she kept on hugging me and like she was just so happy that I was having such a good time and she she thanked me and said thank you so much for keeping the vibration and the frequency high that the room collectively needed that energy because there was obviously a lot of very dark heavy sad um, oppressed and depressed energy in the room and that it needed sort of you know someone to uplift and keep the vibration and the frequency high and she thanked me for holding that space and for being that person and I was just so grateful that for once I wasn't the one crying and depressed and miserable and bawling my eyes out and you know trying to connect to my ancestors and the dead and you know being miserable and sad you know because they're not around anymore I was just so grateful to be there and to to be having that experience I also decided to go for a swim so I grabbed a few a few people and we went upstairs to the main house and jumped into the infinity pool and that was just absolutely bliss it was the most beautiful feeling I can't say I've ever swam on shrooms or LSD or ayahuasca of course or anything else like that this is the first sort of plant medicine psychedelic I've ever swam on and it just felt absolutely wonderful and then of course as luck would have it not long after getting into the pool the shaman blew his whistle and we all had to go back down to the maloko for the next ceremony during the ceremony he also reminded us that the huachuma just taps us into the present moment and I was like falling in love with nature and then the shaman that was you know putting the wood into the fire I was just falling in love with this man and this I called him shaman arms and I was just 
looking at this beautiful specimen with his Tilluminati hat with the feather sticking out and his sleeveless like long t-shirt over his skinny jeans and he was barefoot and he was tanned and he had these beautiful arms which must be like that because he chops wood all the time for these ceremonies I don't know and he had long hair and stubble on his face he reminded me a lot of Christian and I was just looking at this specimen in front of me and just falling in love with him absolutely falling in love and and then I started having these really dirty thoughts about this man and like thinking what I'd like to do to him and you know just and I kept on thinking oh my god you can't think that you know we're sitting in ceremony practically praying the shaman's telling us about love and this and that and all this like philosophical like spiritual prayer sort of stuff and I'm sitting here thinking what I want to do to shaman arms I felt terrible but after the ceremony I went up to a couple of people and I was like, oh, that guy is just so gorgeous. I just love him. I'm in love with him. And they said the same thing back to me. They mirrored back exactly what I said, exactly what I felt. And I said, thank God. I felt so bloody guilty because I'm sitting here watching shaman arms throw wood into the fire and like having these filthy thoughts when I should be praying and being all serious and like I'm in church and um, but thank God I wasn't the only person having those thoughts about shaman arms. It turned out that one of the little ayahuasca fairies from our ayahuasca ceremony, I think that was his wife or his partner, girlfriend, and uh, she came down midway through the ceremony and sat with him and hand on his knee and stuff so he was taken and I loved that as well I wasn't like sending her bad vibes or I didn't you know I didn't have any ill thoughts to her I just thought oh how wonderful they make the perfect couple they even had their little daughter there every now and again she'd come in and sit with them she was probably about four or five and she looked splitting image of both of them and they were just the most beautiful family and I was just sending them love going you guys are just the best family I want a little family like you you guys just all fit together you look so perfect and I just loved everybody and then around about 3 or 4 p.m the staff from the house brought down platters of fruit, so lots of fruit, and it was so welcomed and so appreciated. We were all starving. We had not eaten at all that day. We had to fast, and the last proper meal that we had would have been lunchtime the day before of the ayahuasca ceremony, and we had a few snacks, a few nuts, and a few pieces of fruit after the ayahuasca ceremony, so we had not eaten for hours. So they brought down platters of watermelon, pawpaw or papaya, mango, pineapple, um, and then loads of different nuts as well. So a couple of us went up to the counter and we were dishing up and pick, picking on the fruit and really diving into it. He did warn us to go very lightly on the food and uh, just have like a few small pieces because the more you eat, the more nauseous you're going to get. During the Huachuma ceremony, you actually only have one cup. Unlike ayahuasca, where there's two servings, Huachuma, there's only one serving. So I'm standing up at the counter, and I notice a platter of bliss balls. Uh, we call them bliss balls in Bali anyway, and they're those like little chocolate, healthy vegan balls uh, with coconut and cacao in. So I notice a whole platter of these at the back. Now one thing which was really strange, throughout the retreat I was craving chocolate. I'm not even a sweet, I don't have a sweet tooth, I'm not a big chocolate or sweet person, but the entire retreat I was just dying for chocolate and obviously could not get my hands on chocolate, there was no chocolate at the venue whatsoever. 
So I spotted these little bliss balls and I was like, oh my God, I'm in heaven. And obviously I'm feeling the love and I'm excited and I'm playful and I'm cheeky and I'm naughty. So I literally grabbed six bliss balls. There were two big platters. So there was, we probably could have each had two, but I was being completely greedy. And I thought I wanted these bliss balls. I'm so hungry. I'm dying for chocolate. I'm going to have them. So like a naughty little child, I grabbed like six little bliss balls shove them down my, my mouth and I'm grabbing a few of my friends the naughty gang and I'm like oh my god you must try these have these bliss balls so a few of my friends had like between three and five as well and we were loving it and and then we were called to sit down again in circle and the the shaman was going over some some more things so throughout the ceremony as well he was teaching us about other plant medicines so we also learned about um hape hape Mumbai and Sananga. So Mumbai is like a green powder. It kind of looks like a superfood. And you ingest that, you put it into your mouth, the powder into your mouth, to the side of your mouth, and it forms like a little ball, and you keep it there. And Mumbai comes from the cocoa plant, so I don't need to delve into that and the effects that you would feel. I decided not to try Mumbai. I did not really like the look of it of people putting this green sort of powder into their mouth and forming a ball and then this ball would sit in on the side of your mouth for hours <laughs> and um and you would just slowly like suck on this ball in your mouth i just thought it looked ridiculous that was my opinion they all loved it they all enjoyed it i'm not saying i'll never try it i'm sure i will try it one day but i was just not feeling it before i tried everything anything i would ask um, I would ask the spirits or I'd ask myself, my higher self, should I try this? And I got a hard no for that. So I did not try Mumbai. Hoppe, uh, I did not want to try either. That is like in a powder, powdery format and the shaman serves you. So you sit in front of him, there's this like sort of this I don't even know what you call it, this like apparatus, it looks like a uh, wishing bone, a thick wishing bone obviously, and the powder goes into it, uh, you put the one piece of the wishing bone, I'm just going to call it a wishing bone, up your nostril, and then he blows the, the like snuff or the powder up your nose, and I did not like the look of that either. People were puking afterwards, people got so high afterwards, um, and I was just like, no, this is not for me. You can serve yourself. People have those little wishbone things. In fact, I bought one of those things when I was in Mexico City in May this year. I went to Mexico City and I went to um, the witch's market to buy some crystals and cards and all sorts of things. And uh, I got some sage and palisanto and incense as well. And I saw this wishing bone thing and I, I had no idea what it was, but I liked the look of it because mine is, obviously it's in wood, out of, made out of natural wood and then I've got some like neon pink sort of painting design around it. So I bought that not knowing what it was. So I think there is a calling for me to try hape, but I wasn't ready on this day during the ceremony to try it, so I didn't. So there was hape, Mumbai and then Sananga. So Sananga is basically plant medicine liquidized into eye drops and you you take it through your eyes you lie down on one of the beds and it's administered through your eyes so you close your eyes and these drops are put into each corner of your eye 
and it feels like battery acid. That's how they explained it. And I remember watching one of Aaron Doughty's videos talking about Sananga about a year ago on YouTube. And I thought, you are fucking crazy. Why on earth would you put acid drops into your eyes? Did not understand it. So when he spoke about Sananga and said, we can go up for it. Again, I was like, it's a hard no, absolutely not. And then I spoke to Patty and a couple of the other people. I watched some of the other participants get it done. And it didn't look too bad. And the one girl sold it for me. She said, it just it's like getting sunblock into your eyes when you've got out the pool. And I was like, oh, I can do that. I'm used to that feeling. So I asked my higher self, should I do this? Would it serve me? And I got a yes. So I went and lay down and Jason administered the drops into my eyes. And it stung for a few seconds, maybe five or 10 seconds. Your eyes are closed. He puts the drops in each corner and then you have to blink fast so it can go into your eyes. And then you just lie there. And then maybe 10, 15 minutes later, you open your eyes and it's clear. And Sananga is meant to decalcify your pineal gland, open your third eye. If you've got cataracts, bad vision, any, any eye issues, it's meant to cure that. Uh, I don't have anything wrong with my eyes. My eyes are fine, but I was quite keen to decalcify my pineal gland and open my third eye and connect to spirit. It's meant to open your eyes to the world as well and give you absolute clarity. So I did that uh, and it was amazing. I want to actually get myself some of this and do it at home, which you can do. And I believe you can you should only do it like once a week maybe twice a week so I need to still do the research on that but I'm definitely keen to do that myself it it was fine and it felt great I did not do the hape and I did not do the Mumbai and I did not smoke any tobacco so after giving us a 101 on Mumbai the shaman then announces that food has been served that there's platters of fruit and to all go easy on the fruit and he says to us there are also huachuma balls. Do not have any if you still feel very high and you are struggling on your journey. Um, he said huachuma balls are very intense and to only have one. So I was like, oh fuck. I have ingested six balls, which I thought were bliss balls, coconut and cacao, which are huachuma balls. So I remember looking across the ceremony, like across the circle, and a few people were looking at me going, well, you are fucked, knowing that I had six of them. So small panic stations, I went to the little Colombian shaman on the side, and I said to her, I've got a confession, I've eaten six huachuma balls. I didn't know they were huachuma. I thought they were just bliss balls, coconut and chocolate. I had no idea. So she, her face just dropped. Her eyes were like saucers, and she was like, okay. Don't worry, don't panic. If anything happens, just come straight to us and we know how to help you. We will sage you. That's another thing. Throughout the ceremony, she was going around saging us, cleansing us with Palisanto and sage. It was beautiful. And the ayahuasca fairy shaman arms, this beautiful partner, was going around with rose, rose spritzer, like rose water spray, and putting that on us. So it was beautiful. So we were getting cleansed continually because obviously the energy is coming out of you and it's a heart opener and all that sort of thing and the energy in the collective of the ceremony was quite heavy so I think they were cleansing the area quite often and 
she, she just said, if there's any problems, just come sit down, come to one of us and we will sort of cleanse you and we'll bring you down, we'll help you. And I, I like panicked. I was like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. What am I going to do? I'm going to be off my tree. Like I was already off my tree before I ate the balls, you know, and I did not think there were tumor inside of them. And I was like, it's going to be like space cake and I'm in for one hell of a ride. But uh, luckily, thankfully, I, I also then said, I spoke to Huachuma, the grandfather plant, and I said, please, just go easy on me. I, you know, I can't, I don't want a wild ride. I'm so enjoying this. I don't want to get sick. I don't want to roll around on the grass, throw stones all over myself. I just want to have a good, a good time. I'm having a good time. Please keep me in this space. And and he did. I had the best time throughout the day. I also went up to Heather and I told her, I said, Heather, you won't believe what happened. I've had six Wachuma balls. And she said to me, which was so beautiful, she said, your soul knows what it wants. Your soul won't do anything that it's not good for you. Listen to your higher self. It will look after you. And it so did. I had the best time throughout the day. I kept looking over at the shamans because at this stage, I knew that the little Colombian shaman would have you know, told headquarters what had happened and they were sort of looking over at us and it felt like their eyes were large and it felt like they were laughing at us. They probably weren't, but I was just paranoid that they all, I mean, they did all know at this stage. I was up getting some fruit a little later and the main shaman, Heron, he was up there as well and he said to me, where do I know you from? And I said, no, I don't know you, this is my first time here. He said, no, we've, we've met before, we've definitely met before, maybe not this time, lifetime, but we've definitely met before. And um, he was he was pretty gentle with me and uh, he, I think he was just sort of coming up to, to me at the fruit just to make sure I was okay, but I had I had the best time. I laughed, I giggled, I felt so much love. Uh, yeah, it was just the most, it was the most beautiful experience for me throughout the day. I definitely, I think Wachuma is my medicine. Overall, it was a very, very long day. As I said, we started at 9.30 in the morning and we probably finished just before 11 p.m. And by the time, you know, when the ceremony wrapped up, we all sat around in the circle the fire was going and well the fire was going all day and that's when the shaman came and he collected all the little the prayers the ceremonial prayers that were in the colored cloths which were inside the circle and he then put them all into the fire and we all said a final thanks and prayer an intention for the spirits to grant all the wishes and prayers so that was beautiful and and then there was some dancing. Some of us were dancing around the fire and and then other people started filtering back upstairs. And then we had a, a like last dinner upstairs together, which was really nice. And they served beef, which I was very excited about. We had a barbecue, uh, grilled vegetables, lots of salads, amazing food. Everyone was very excited. And then the bliss balls came out. And I checked and double checked and asked again. And they were not Hwachima balls. They were proper bliss balls with just coconut and cacao so I had only two of those because I felt very naughty having six Wachuma balls very greedy I mean hardly anyone else ate the Wachuma balls so it was such a waste a good thing I had six I thoroughly enjoyed them Overall, my experience on Huachuma or San Pedro cactus was absolutely amazing. I loved it. Probably my plant medicine of choice and just a complete different feeling compared to ayahuasca. So as you know, ayahuasca is known as the grandmother energy. So ayahuasca is very feminine, whereas 
Huachuma is known as the grandfather energy. So Huachuma and Peyote are the masculine grandfather energy and Ayahuasca is the mother energy. So the, the whole feeling on Huachuma, you feel very young and playful. You want to be in nature and have fun and play like a child, yet you feel very, very wise and you have all these like very profound thoughts and you kind of understand nature and consciousness and this transition and you know, you understand the shift into the 5D paradigm and you get very philosophical. So you're very wise, like an old grandfather, yet you're very cheeky and naughty and playful like a little child. So I really, really enjoyed that energy. So if I had to compare the two plant medicines, ayahuasca and huachuma, ayahuasca is the grandmother energy, very feminine energy, as I said, and very dark and serious sort of tone and attitude. Whereas Huachuma is uh, the grandfather energy, masculine energy, and very happy, playful, cheeky attitude and tone. Ayahuasca is a very inward journey, introspective. Huachuma is outwards, very social. Ayahuasca happens at night, usually from sunset to sunrise, and lasts about eight hours. Huachuma is an all-day ceremony, started at 9.30 in the morning, finished at midnight. With ayahuasca, you are alone in your space, very private. Whereas with Huachuma, you are outside in nature around other people. And it's a very physical sort of feeling and you want to touch things and you want to touch people and you want to feel. So it's very much around your body, body consciousness. Whereas ayahuasca is mind consciousness, mind and spirit. You don't want to touch anyone or feel anyone. There's no sort of feeling sensations. It's more visual. So ayahuasca, yeah, would be very visual, um, sensory, sensory overload. Whereas huachuma is very, it's very like touch, touch and feeling. With ayahuasca, you're in a sort of dream state, floating around, and it's almost like you are lucid dreaming. Whereas Huachuma, you want to have contact with others, you're walking around, you can swim, and you can be active, you can dance. Ayahuasca is much more intense, much more intense. Huachuma, you're very present, very present in your body, it's very interactive, and you can walk around, talk to people, touch people, hug people, very, very interactive. Ayahuasca brings up a lot of emotions so that you can relive them. As I said, it's very intense and the effects are almost instant. Well, for me anyway, every time I drank ayahuasca, I wouldn't even have to wait 15 minutes and I would feel it instantly. Huachuma is a lot more gentle, mellow. I mean, I spent the day laughing at my emotions. Um, and it took, as I said, it took about two, well, probably 40 minutes before I started feeling the effects and a good two hours before they were in full, full, full flow. And then the, there was like gradual, gradual effects throughout the day. Although I don't know how accurate that is because obviously I had six Wachuma balls. So I think I was feeling the effects probably a lot stronger than anybody else on that day. Wachuma um, dissolves your ego, dissolves anger, and it's just a whole sort of like, you're just not angry at anyone. You're just happy. You're compassionate. You just want to love everything. If I could give a Huachuma a phrase, the phrase would be, no worries. That would be my Huachuma phrase.
Hwachuma having being the masculine energy, there's no attachment to emotions. They Hwachuma is direct. It is black and white like a man. It's predictable. You know what you're getting straight away. Whereas ayahuasca kind of plays with you. You don't quite know what, again, being the feminine energy like a female, everything's unpredictable indirect you don't know you have to sort of decipher these messages so very very interesting through the day and how um the the different plant energies the masculine and feminine are just completely different i'm definitely all about masculine energy um it was i just had an absolute ball the entire day on Hwachuma. i was just loving life loving everything my heart has been blasted open i uh, gave a lot of forgiveness said a lot of prayers threw a lot of things into into the circle and into the fire and yeah i i feel wonderful i'm still feeling the effects i'm still in integration stage but coming back home and into this reality i i'm definitely more conscious and more aware definitely more aligned with my words very aware of my actions I it's almost like my perception on everything and everyone has changed Um, I'm definitely more compassionate towards people and have an understanding why certain people are the way that they are I feel like I'm more forgiving look it's only been two weeks but I definitely feel a change in my perception and my views and yeah overall my whole sort of understanding and learning from Hwachuma was forgiveness, forgive people, everyone's dealing with their own shit every day and everyone is doing the best that they can do and just to forgive and just to focus in my own little space, in my own mind, in my own body and just be the best person that I can be and just be kind, be kind to everybody, because that shit's contagious. I've also come back home and realized that uh, there's certain people that I don't resonate with anymore. There's certain people that I have no desire to talk to. I still love them. Uh, there's been you know, no issues or arguments or anything like that, but I'm just sort of sending them love and putting up the boundaries, and I'm just I'm resonating and vibrating differently since I've taken the plant medicine. Um, And that is to be expected. The shaman did say people will come home, friends will drop away, you will make new friends. Uh, Some people will move location, move house, move country. And, And some people will change their job, quit their job, change direction completely. Since I've come home, I have been so creative, so inspired, um, I've done a painting, one of my resin artworks. I've done a song. I've created a little track, which initially started as I was doing a little vlog for a YouTube video, and I was looking for music to to back to be the soundtrack for the video for my vlog. And I started it looking for songs online, and then I thought, well, why don't I just make my own? And I've never made a track, so I went on to the websites uh, Epidemic Sound and Artlist and they are licensed royalty free software where you can use the tracks in your music so I put a little track together which I really loved and I've used my cousin Dakota my late cousin Dakota's vocals at the end of the track and I've put this little song together and I just love it and I've created my own website musesmerkaba.com I, I just feel so creative and inspired to just you know, I, my mind has not switched off. The only thing I am struggling with since I've been back is sleep. My sleeping patterns have changed completely. Uh, I lie in bed 
and I can't fall asleep. Whereas before I would hit the pillow and be out. I have got a million things racing through my head. I wake up at like 2.30 and I'm up for about two and a half hours and I'm just thinking of things that I can do and what I need to get done and what I can create. So it's definitely sparked some sort of uh, creation inside of me. However, that was my intention in my ayahuasca ceremony is to unleash the creative tiger inside of me. So like I said before, be careful what you wish for. So that has all been very exciting. I've come back and had a complete aversion to alcohol. I don't feel like drinking at all, which is strange for me because I love a good margarita being in Mexico. It's just the norm going out and having a margarita with lunch. So I just haven't felt like drinking at all. Uh, And I have felt like smoking weed, which is also very strange. I'm not a smoker and I've got some weed at home and I've been rolling a spliff and having a few tokes every night, which has been wonderful. But um, apart from that, uh, I came back and weird things with uh, energy, electricity have been happening. My water pump was waking, making the most strangest sound. I had to get the guy in to come and have a look at that and he fiddled around with it, but it was making the most excruciating sound. Uh, my electric toothbrush stopped working completely. It's only a year old and it's, it's a good one, so it shouldn't just stop working, but that's just stopped completely. My Apple AirPods have stopped working and I was in bed the other night and I heard this really weird loud vibration sound anyway after searching the house high and low I nearly caught the landlord thinking there was something like one of the AC units on the roof was about to explode or something I thought to myself just go and put some um ear ear pods in your ear so you can sleep and like block out the sound so I went into my bathroom bottom drawer which I never go into I probably haven't gone into that drawer since I've moved into this house opened up the door to get the ear pods and um (laughs) And that's where, what the vibration sound was. It was coming from that drawer. And I like shuffled around and I found an old uh, electric razor, just a like, I think it's a Gillette, one of those ones where you press the button and it vibrates. It's a man's razor, a men's razor. And that had just come on out the blue in my drawer. Um, the strangest thing, like I haven't used that razor for ages. It didn't even have a, it didn't even have a blade on it. Um, it was just like my spare sort of junk drawer toiletry drawer in the bathroom and it just out the blue came on and I had been in the bathroom that night because I had a shower brush my teeth with my normal toothbrush and um, there was no sound and then climbed into bed and like half an hour later I hear this loud vibrating sound it was obviously um, vibrating the acoustics or whatever I don't know from the electric razor at the bottom of the drawer was like shaking but it sounded like the whole house was going to come down it sounded like the AC unit outside above my roof you know but it's this tiny little razor in the drawer so that was really bizarre so and then light bulbs have been going I've got a light outside my laundry room and I stepped outside and it was flickering and it's eventually gone off Again, brand new. I've only been in this house since July, and it's a it's a new house, new build. So everything's new. So um, very strange. But uh, we had a Zoom chat and integration meeting last Saturday with some of the group that were there, where we were all invited to sit on Zoom on Saturday for this integration meeting with the shaman who's in Peru, which was lovely. And I explained to him all these weird electrical things, and he said he laughed and he said that's completely, completely normal. So. 
Um, it was so lovely. It, one thing that I have struggled with is the, in the integration is I, I miss everyone from the retreats so much. I've made such wonderful friends. And thankfully for voice notes and WhatsApp, we've been sending daily messages back and forth all day, every day, which has been wonderful. Um, and I just feel like I've got new friends and new family, but I've really, really missed them, really missed them. Overall, my experience on the retreat the ayahuasca retreat uh, was absolutely amazing. Trying the plant medicine, huachuma, was mind-blowing and I, I'm so grateful I did that. I'm not sure I would have signed up to go and do a huachuma ceremony, but um, having that post the ayahuasca was really good because it kind of sealed in the feminine energy, the masculine energy was just the perfect, the perfect fit. And, and then of course trying the Sananga. I'm sure if anyone had ever said to me, do you want to put like acid drops in your eyes? I would have said, hell no. But I was in that environment, I felt safe and I did it and absolutely loved it. So I'm very grateful to have had the opportunity to try both Sananga and Huachuma. And just being in the presence of all those beautiful souls and people was just uh, really humbling and lovely. And I, had, I just had the best time and I can't wait to do it all over again. Gracias.